Our readings this morning are from 1 Peter 1, verses 13 to 25. The the, the reading is entitled, Be Holy. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy, because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was, not with Im- it was not with perishable things, such as silver and gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, so your faith and hope are in God. And now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply, from the heart. For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but imperishable seed through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like grass and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now our Gospel reading. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St Mark. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. I'm reading from Mark chapter 4, verse 30. The parable of the mustard seed. Again, he said... What shall we say the kingdom of God is like? Or what parable shall we use to describe it? It is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. Yet, when planted, it grows and becomes the largest of all garden plants, with such big branches that the birds can perch in its shade. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, you, O Christ. Amen. Do please be seated. Well, I'm very excited to be with you this morning. And uh, as you can see, I think it's about 21 days until we will back, back in the church for our first Thursday communion. And this morning, if this works, no, 
We're on. As you can see, I'm dressed ready for Dragon's Den. And I don't know if you've seen that programme, where there are a number of dragons who sit in chairs, and a businessman comes in and says, or a businesswoman comes in and says, this is my plan, will you invest in it? So, I quite like the programme, and I think that there are some very successful businessmen and women who go in there. And uh, if we can go on, Joe, to the next slide. There are our dragons. Now, I think that sometimes they're a bit mean and say, I'm out. But today, I'm going to suggest that you are all in the kingdom business. <coughs> so when we go into our den and talk to our Lord, he's not going to say, he's, he might say, I'm in. He might say, for this reason, I'm out. That's what they say. But I think the Lord is going to say, I'm in. Are you? And of course, Father God is not in the business of making money and profits and ideas. But we are in business, in a kingdom business, where we are sharing the joy that we have with those around us. And I can see parallels between Dragon's Den and what we're doing. So you may think that you might be a bit retired, and I'm going to suggest that perhaps you're not. Maybe you're working full-time in this kingdom business. Have you ever wondered why you're in Downend? Have you thought, why did I end up here? I think God has placed us here, and he's got things for us to do. When I talk to my grandma, she lives in Devon. She's 94. I often comment on her age to remind myself how old she is and to remind her how old she is. Do you know what she says? She says, well, the Lord still must have something for me to do. I find that quite remarkable. But that's her view on life. She says, he's kept me on this earth because he's still got me something for me to do, someone for me to reach. Now, our gospel reading talked about that mustard seed, that tiny, tiny seed. Yet when it is planted, and for me, I feel that seed of faith is planted in me, it can grow and grow and become the biggest plant in the garden. And if you think about our conquer tree, when I think about trees, I like thinking about the conquer tree in the churchyard. And that picture doesn't really do justice to how big it is, but it is big. And right now, of course, the wind has been blowing and all of those conkers have been falling down, so we won't have to duck them because by two weeks' time or three weeks' time, I think they'll all be on the ground. <laughs> But our faith can grow and become the most important thing in our lives. That tree brings shelter to the birds. They nest in the tree. It brings shade from the heat of the sun and it brings fruit. So can we unpack this parable? For me, I think my faith can grow and become like that tree. Who are the birds nesting in the tree? Are they our friends, our family, those we're witnessing to? 
Well, what about the fruit that the tree produces? Is that the people that turn to Christ, the people that, that find salvation, that come to faith? Now, do you remember 18 months ago when we had our 24-7 week of prayer? I'm going to take you back there. Do you remember being there inside the church? It was amazing. I think it was about 18 months ago. And do you remember the Thursday sermon that Diane preached that week? Okay, I'm going to give you some hints, okay? So Diane was preaching. can't remember everything she said, but I very vividly remember that Diane said, take out your mobile phones. And I thought, yes! Take out your mobile phones. I'm allowed to take my phone out in church. And then she encouraged us to invite our friends to come and see this week of prayer, to come into the church. For me, that was a key kingdom business moment. So my question to you is, who might you invite at our next key kingdom business moment. Because we could invite our friends to come on any Thursday or any Sunday. It doesn't have to be a special service. But quite often, perhaps, we don't get around to it or we don't think it's special enough. My friend Ursula has come today. Brilliant. Well done. I'm, love- I'm delighted that you've come. I did say that I was speaking and that she might be. <laughs> So, I think this grand opening weekend is an amazing opportunity. Our whole community have heard, mainly through Down End Voice, month by month by month. I've had people come up to me and say, so when's your church opening? It must be nearly done. Do you know why? Because they've seen it. They've seen it's closed off. They've read it in Down End Voice. They're curious. I think we need to... Just use that moment of curiosity and to to invite people. Now, um, it's just so natural, isn't it, to say, would you like to come? Peter reminds us of why in that first reading. He said, be holy in all you do. Why? Because Jesus suffered. Jesus was sacrificed. And we have been saved. What have we been saved from? We've been saved from an empty way of life. We don't have that empty way of life anymore. We are saved. But our friends and our neighbours, they may well have an empty way of life. And those hard-hitting words come to us this morning. And what do we do with that? We have the solution to terminal emptiness. We have it. We know the Lord. We have been bought by the unperishable seed of the gospel. And we can have confidence to take a tiny grain of faith and give out invitations or take out our phones, look through the list of contacts. Who might I invite? When my phone was upgraded, the man in the shop said, 
shall I transfer your contacts across to your phone? And I said, oh, yes, please. And then he said, oh, you've got 400 contacts in your phone. <laughs> he said, that's quite a lot. <laughs> so it would take me longer to look through my contacts in my phone, but they're likely to be the people that you're friends with. They're likely to be the people that you might invite. Now, Miranda has made that brilliant little booklet. I haven't got one to hold up and wave to you. I meant to hold one. With all the different services. And that's brilliant. And you might have already given it away. But if you haven't, I have brought this morning a pile of invitations. There are opening weekend ones. There's celebration concert ones. There's particularly the open morning with the photography and all the flowers. Maggie has told me so much about these flowers. I'm really excited to hear about, to see them. And then, of course, our harvest services. And I'd like to suggest that you take one of each of these, or more. Because there's plenty here. There's more in the office ready to be cut up. And you invite people very specifically, very intentionally, to one of our services and they have that opportunity all you have to say is those seven words would you like to come with me it's amazing we are about the lord's kingdom business it's not dragon's den but we are in that driving seat the lord has placed us here in down end and he simply gives us prompts and it's for us to respond to those prompts. And these are just tools, little tools that you can pop in your handbag or in your blazer pocket. And when you bump into somebody, or even in the doctor's surgery, leave it on their table or pin it up somewhere. Amen.